0: This is Chris. And this is Andrew. And welcome back for part six of our coverage of The Witcher 3 here on Video Games Cover to Cover. So this week, I met Doodoo, <laughs> which is the highlight of my experience in this game. I mean, how could it not be? The entire game, really. And Doodoo is... You didn't believe me that that was his name. His name was Doodoo. A doppelganger who can quite literally... Turn into Doo Doo. I have to assume. They didn't say he couldn't. I mean, he could turn into some other stuff, so it wouldn't be too hard, probably. He had to have turned into Doo Doo at some point, which is how he got that nickname. I'd like to point out that I think it was Reuven that also, if you noticed, because I have subtitles on, Reuven calls him Dodo. (laughs) He, he, He pronounces it Doo Doo, but it's spelled. D-O-D-O. Oh, I don't think I noticed that. Whereas Geralt spells it D-U-D-U. Must be just be a typo then. If he pronounces it the same, it's probably just a typo in the subtitles. No, because it's all of his dialogue. Dijkstra specifically calls him do do instead of do It's like he oh. pronounces it differently and it's spelled differently. Oh, so he's got like different emphasis on the vowels and stuff. It's okay. possible that it is a typo, but For all of Dijkstra's? No, if it's all of them, then you're probably right. that That's just the way he says it. Well, it's probably because he's like, there's no way any being is called (laughs) doo-doo. The same reaction that you had. It just doesn't happen. I mean, to be fair, I would probably assume that too, so I can't blame him for making that assumption. So this week was... For me, essentially, the continuation of all that storyline, I did get to play a Siri. Nice. So, very happy about that. Uh, at this point... As did I, because I think you pretty much caught up to me at this point. So, again, all I've really been doing is the story itself. At this point, I got all the way up to the play, but nothing after that. You actually did the play? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And cool. I can't wait to get there. Yeah. It's, it's a fun one. So... The first thing that you do, at least after you figure out the whole bomb thing, essentially, you tell Dijkstra that the bomb was this Menge person. Was yeah, the- Menge one of the big four, or was he just another? No, I think, like, I think he was the captain of the witch Yes, he is. I I thought the Big Four guy was the leader of the witch hunters. I don't think so. Because he was the one burning people at stakes. He was. Yeah, he was one of the people burning. I don't think he was part of the the Big Four, though. Okay. I don't know. All I know is this Menge person is who's got basically the rap for, you know, stealing the money. Of course, Dijkstra does not believe Geralt at all. Yeah, which I was going to say, that's one of the things that I I wanted to definitely talk about because he's the fact that he was a spymaster, like. He immediately knows you're lying, as any good spy master would, and I just appreciate that they're both like openly and directly lying to each other constantly, and they both are just like, Well, that's annoying that you keep doing that, but neither of them do anything beyond that. Yeah, they're exactly. Like, he's this like, is annoying, but that's just exactly what I expected. He's like, if you lie to me again, you're gonna get a sword through your whatever. And then Geralt just continues to lie to him, and he's like, dude, quit it. <laughs> what and did Geralt's, I just tell you? And Geralt's like, Yeah. Don't trust you either, so, like, I don't know what to tell you. And eventually, Dickster just drops it. He's like, obviously, at this point, I know you're not going to tell me what actually is going on, but as long as you get me my gold back, I quite honestly do not care. He's like, at this point, I just don't care anymore. I just want my gold. But, yeah, I, I really appreciated the fact that, like, no matter what you actually choose to say, there's no way to convince him. He will always see through you. Oh, yeah. Because he just, he, it's always a lie. Right, and he just, he know like... He, and there's he, no option for Geralt to immediately throw Dandelion under the bus, because of course he's not going to do that. Which makes the whole Mengay thing, like, really ticked me off. So, in order to, basically, you go to this dude's house... Which, to be fair, that wasn't a complete lie. The Mengay stuff. No, it wasn't. what That's not what I'm upset about. What I'm upset about is the whole thing with Triss. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. Well, that's now. Oh, okay. We're at that part. All right. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I was like, that's literally what I'm about to talk about. (laughs) Unless there was something else you had. Well, you said that guy's house. I thought you were talking about the part before that, but that's actually before Dixter calls you out for lying to him. So, yeah, I got a little ahead of myself there, but it's just talking about Dixter's just I like him a lot more as a character now than I did before, just because of he gets it. He's like, listen. I understand you're lying to me, but you do good work, so I don't really care. Like, I get it. I mean, I care, but not enough to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I'm definitely mad about it, but there's nothing I can do about it, so I just kind of have to live with it. Yeah, But I'm definitely going to make sure that you know that I know that That you're lying. I'm upset. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, what are you going to do? Send your men after me, and I'm just going to kill them? Like, you know that's how this is going to go down. Which is why Gerald is like, yeah, I would like to point out at some point, I went to a barber, and I cut his hair off, and I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. I hate short hair Geralt. Go back and get his hair back. I tried to do that at a different barber, and then the barber was drunk, and he was like, here's your haircut. And it was Geralt immediately like, this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> That's a thing that can actually happen? That's awesome. Yes. That's hilarious. So I've just been waiting for his hair to grow out, and it's just not. Because somebody had told me that if you just wait, his hair will eventually get longer just, just again. Just sit there and meditate, like, over and over and over. Sure Is the hair or just the beard that gets longer? I don't remember which. But I know apparently people were saying that somebody had said it basically worked the same way as Red Dead did. Your hair will eventually grow back no matter what you do. But I'm going to try to fix it at some point because I want long hair Geralt back. I hate short hair Geralt because he, like, it's not short hair like I have. It's long enough hair that like it would be a shaggy but he just takes it and combs it all back like one of those douches and i hate it (laughs) i just hate it he looks like a ceo business guy who takes his hair and just combs it all back and puts mousse on it or something i hate it (laughs) i love the way you described that that's fantastic he looks like a douche and i hate it i am going to fix this before i see yennefer again She can't see me like this. Yeah, she can't. No. And I have to know that she's keeping tabs on me because it's Yennefer. And I'm sorry if she's seen any of this. (laughs) Honey, if you're out there and I know you are, please forgive me for my terrible haircut. I apologize that it was a mistake and I haven't been able to fix it. The barber was drunk. It's not even a joke. He really was. Yeah. And then he was like, well, you get what you get. You come to the slums to get your hair cut. And I'm like, you're just the only one I could find. (laughs) Like, you come to the slums, you get what you get. And Geralt's like, I freaking hate you. And now I'm just out of gold and I got nothing for it. And then I was like, well, can I solve this problem the way I solve all problems? And no, you can't murder that guy. (laughs) This is a terrible haircut. Slice, slice, slice. (laughs) Unfortunately, that wasn't an option and it was very upsetting. (laughs) If the dude's drunk, I should be able to cut him up. He should be cutting hair when he's drunk. But anyway, (laughs) I digress. (laughs) So basically, you go to this dude's house. Through a series of things, you find out that you need to basically get in to go see this guy, but he's in a fortress. Yeah, he's in the like headquarters of the Witch Hunters. And the only way to get in to go see this dude, Triss comes up with a plan. There was something else you did with Triss, because then she mentions this whole plan of hers. I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. She, You go look for that informant guy, because you have to put the book in the secret place to summon the guy, and then she goes with you for that. I thought that was after, though. I think that's before. Because I know after that whole series of events, because Dickster shows up again and talks to you guys. No, you know what it is in order to no, I'm getting mixed up. I, <laughs> I think I think you might be right. I the first thing I did before I did any of that was I did the whole horse on stuff. Um, oh, so maybe you're thinking about that then. So I'm kind of thinking about that. And so yeah, Chris doesn't go with you for that. No, she doesn't. So, so yeah, you're right. You do. And she feels dirty after that. That conversation is one where she actually talks about how, yeah, a lot of people have been using you lately. There's one in particular that I can think of. And then she just stops there. And then Geralt kind of sends some witty retort. And then she's like, I did. Yeah. That was that conversation. Okay. So I, it was in there when you were talking to that guy, because you kind of have a brief conversation with her before that whole conversation. Cause then when she tortures the dude for information she feels Witch, yikes really really dirty afterwards i don't know about you but i definitely didn't kill that guy no i had her i had her yeah. erase his memory because i'm like he doesn't deserve to die because of this but i don't really think he deserves any of that either i mean i'm a witcher i could have just axed him and i he would have told me everything i wanted to know and then she could have just erased his mind afterwards. Like, Triss, I, I I feel like you jumped straight to torture, and we definitely didn't need to. Yeah, that was a little terrifying. Um, admittedly, she feels horrible about it afterwards, but I'm like... I can't help but wonder how bad Jennifer would feel about that. And I'm not trying to like throw her under the bus or whatever, but given their personality types, that feels like the sort of thing Yennefer would just be like, eh, it needed done. But I don't feel like it even needed done. And yes, maybe, but I mean, I to me, it's not... I don't know that it needed done either. I just think she would have probably reacted differently in that situation. Oh, I definitely think she would have. Because from that standpoint, I think that Yennefer is stronger in a sense because she recognizes this is the world we live in. And sometimes things have to be done, whether we like it or not. She's more practical. She is much more practical. Yes. Chris is much more of an idealist. And I'm not saying that I, I don't like her for that but also Triss immediately jumping to torture I was kind of like um, I, I'm not surprised because of the game but seriously you you know I can influence people's mind I literally could have just told him to tell me everything he knew I don't understand why you just jumped to torture I, I really don't get why she did that because all he said was yeah I'm not going to tell you anything and she just immediately is like okay boom fire torture yeah there, there was no dialogue option for me to use axne or anything like that it was literally just immediate torture and i'm like that seemed a little strange to me torture town express population Triss. especially coming from Triss, it seemed very strange to me like you were saying i don't think Yenne- yennefer would have just been like okay boom immediate like you're gonna tell me everything you want to know and i'm just gonna kill you after there's gonna be no choice speaking of a uh- Yennefer, though, and I actually, this is something I had, had read about and I actually had wanted to mention when we were talking about the Hog Hut last time, but I just got reminded of it because you mentioned Yennefer. Uh, I don't know if you noticed there's I a. mentioned little... Yennefer constantly. Right, I know, but just, this time it happened to remind me. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed in the Hog Hut, Geralt makes some comment about how, man, who drew this? It looks like they drew these signs with their feet. Um, it's like he's looking around in that. the temple, but regardless, apparently that's an Easter egg because in one of the books, Yennefer is captured and casts a big spell with her feet to escape. So apparently that's supposed to be a reference to the book of Yennefer being, you know, a badass. So she was captured in this hog hut. No, I don't know about that, but (laughs) but the comment in the hog hut was apparently a reference to a book where she I'd like to think that she was captured by these (laughs) hog hut people. Maybe she's the one who did the curse the whole time. Um, no. Yennefer doesn't immediately jump to curses like Triss does. That I know of. I haven't seen (laughs) Yennefer at all, and she totally would, but... (laughs) I was going to say, I mean, to be fair, Trish didn't jump to a curse, she jumped to torture, which is probably a whole lot worse. (laughs) Yeah, I will say, the first thing you see of Yennefer is her immediately laying waste to a whole bunch of, like, soldiers, because that's the opening video of the game. Oh, yeah. So... Which I think is basically what that picture on her card is, is, like, her... Just Just, like laying waste, or just going ham. (laughs) Hog (laughs) hut. Hog hut. Hog hut. Hog hut. dot com. Hog hut. Hog. Hog. Hog hut. (laughs) Ah, guy, messed it up. I can't believe you. Anyway, so it's just fun to say. We also, it's very late and we're just recording this way later than usual. So we're a little slap happy, but <laughs> well, I was- I've already been tired. I'm very tired anyway. But uh so we, oh, geez, where were we um, after Chris tor- was going but- around torturing people for no reason at all. Right. Uh, and and then-, then we figured out that. So her idea was to essentially get herself captured. Yeah, have, um, have Geralt turn her in for the reward, quote unquote, and use that as their excuse to get into the fortress. Yeah. And so I, from my Geralt's perspective, I was like, N- seriously, I don't want you to do that. Yeah, I said the same thing. I'm like, this is a ter no, no, don't, please don't. To which she says, I don't care what you say. I'm going to do it anyway, because it's for Ciri. And I'm like, oh, there Triss goes, tugging at my heartstrings again. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I'm like, okay, we'll do it. Yeah, let's do it. So we go in there, and we kind of start. Basically, you're talking to those guards or whatnot, and the guards, typical guards, are like, oh, you witch whore, we're going to like beat you up and everything. And I'm like, okay, I want to, you know, we're literally not going to go with you unless I go to Menge and see him in person. Like, I'm going to give her up to him. So then they're like, oh, whatever, fine. Um... You know, they talk to him. Like, one guard goes up, talks to Menge, and Menge's like, fine, just let him in. We're going to get Triss out of it, so just whatever. Because Triss is apparently a big enough deal that they're after her. That well, because she after- was in the Lodge of Sorceresses. Well, yeah, right. She's a very well-known sorceress who is acknowledged to be very powerful. Yeah, she's a, she's a big deal. Yes. And so you talk to... You get in there and they're the guards are like, No, we're gonna take Triss and um you go talk to Menge. So I But while they're saying that they talk about some really unfortunate I'm getting to that. Okay, sorry. I'll let you go then. So this is the way I handled it. I am basically like, No, you're not going to touch her you know, We agreed that I was going to take We agreed that I'm going to take him to go see her. And then they're like, yeah, don't worry. He's going to, um, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. We're going to take her. And I'm like, no, no, no. You don't seem to understand. Yeah, I don't think you heard me correctly. I am going to take her somewhere else if Menge is not going to pay up. Because that was the first option that I chose. Yep. Same here. And then they said... Yeah, I'm sure it'll pay up, and uh, we'll take a couple fingernails or something. And I'm like, at that point, I'm like, (laughs) you ain't taking her anywhere. So I used Axne. Same here. Turns out that was a bad idea, because that's the other thing you mentioned last time. (laughs) I got ahead of myself last time, as we've since discussed. Because now it's murder town, all of them absolutely, as far as I'm concerned, the only viable choice, because they 100% deserve to die, and holy crap, the things they were saying, like, I was more than ready to go. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I'm like, because Triss, she kind of flashes you looks here and there, like, it'll be fine, I'm strong, because she even says that before you go in there. She's like, I'm strong, and I know it's probably gonna hurt, but I can take it. And when I got to that point where they were like, you know, we'll, you know, we're gonna torture her, I'm like, yeah, see, here's here's the thing, Tris. like, I'm sure you could probably, I'm sure you are strong enough that you could take it. I'm not going to let you have to do that. I am not going to sit here, even I, I know that this is for Siri, and I know that you're doing it for Siri, I am not going to allow one of my friends and past lovers from the other games get tortured to try to save my daughter. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I will find another way. I am not going to allow one of my friends to be tortured just to get what I want. That is not happening. So you axney them. They're like, which is weird because in every other situation where you've axneyed people, my Geralt has always axneyed multiple people at once. There's been a few times where he's definitely done it and multiple people were affected. So I'm not sure why that couldn't happen here. Maybe it's just unfeasible for them to be like, okay, literally he didn't get every single one and it would have been a pain for the guy at the bottom of the steps to be like, "Uh, oh, what's going on? It's definitely not right, man. Like, (laughs) He's using some spells or something. (laughs) So it could also just be, you know, they're trained witch hunters, so they probably have some kind of magic. Resistance to them or something. So one of the guys gets it and he says, "Fine, go in." And the other guy's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! No, dude, kill him!" And I'm like, "Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was hoping you would say that all this whole time." So that me and Triss are just laying waste to these dudes. And I go in there and I see Menge, and I'm like, "Ha ha, ha Sword, shiv, 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 shiv." <laughs> yeah. Uh. Turns out it ended badly for everyone. Not. Triss and Geralt, as expected, because a witcher and a sorceress. Yeah, like, are, are you guys serious? Like, you're witch hunters. You're really bad at your job. You're telling me that a, a whole bunch of you can't take out one sorceress? I thought you were witch hunters. But you she, guys suck. But she's a sorceress, not a witch. Cara Metz, I'll my, remind you, we had this exact conversation, referred to herself as a witch but was a member of the sorceress's lodge. Yeah, but she's not (laughs) Triss. Correct. Triss is significantly stronger than that Mm -hmm. and uses her fire powers to lay waste to just about everyone in there which is funny because I was also setting all of them on fire. Yeah. So she was setting them on fire. And then because they were a group for me, like the easiest thing to do is just set them on fire and then go deal with the other people that aren't on fire. Because (laughs) then you have like, ah, 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 burning alive. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go kill your friends. And then when you're done, when you finally put yourselves out, then I'll set you on fire again. And then you'll die the second time, but I'm going to kill them while all this is happening. I mean, for, for context, there's a, In terms of, like, how powerful Triss is, and I'm pretty sure, you know, Yennefer's on the same power realm as her, but, like, there's a part in the second game where Triss gets shot by an arrow and is, like, lying there, like, half-dead and bleeding, and you have to carry her, and even while she's half-dead and bleeding, she manages to put up an indestructible shield around you so that no one can touch you as you carry her off of this battlefield. (laughs) Triss is kind of a big deal. (laughs) I will. Yeah, it's kind of sounds like it. You know, I didn't say that Triss wasn't a big deal. I'm just saying, like, even by the standards of sorceresses, I'm pretty sure she's a big deal. I just said that Yennefer's a bigger deal. I that very well may be. <laughs> we know that is the biggest deal. So like, I'm pretty sure if you were to like tier the strongest people in the game, it's Ceres up at the top and then Triss and Yennefer are probably about tied and then Geralt. I did get a little ahead of myself. Basically, you find a key on Menge, which Digstras not super happy to just receive a key, especially because he immediately sees you after you burn down his house. And immediately calls you on that because he's like, yeah, it's on fire. (laughs) So I have to assume my gold's not in there because it's on fire. And I'm like, yeah, well, I got a key to your gold. I just don't know where it's at. And he's just like, cool. (laughs) Thanks Um, for that. So about any of that, I'm hoping because it doesn't matter, I'm literally not going to go back and have a conversation with ninj, whatever his name is. Oh no. Like there's no there's he's, he's dying literally- and that whole place is burning, and that's the as far as I'm concerned, that's the only option. As far as I'm concerned, knowing that all of this was gonna go down that way, I should have just immediately been Murder Town from the beginning. Yeah. You know, because, like, there is literally no universe that I'm going to accept Triss being tortured on my behalf. Exactly. And I know that if Ciri found out about that, she would be equally as disappointed in Geralt. And I am not going to allow Siri to be disappointed in me. Because that would just be the worst. I am going to be a good father. (laughs) Exactly. So... I did get a little ahead of myself because I I actually did all the horse and stuff first, right? And talk about another person who super deserves to die. So yeah, I mean even more than Menge, frankly, because holy crap! I mean not that Menge didn't he absolutely did, but but tracking him down, you essentially you go to his casino and you play Gwent with them with the, with the people there. I see. I didn't do the casino because there's different ways you can get to him. I did all three. Oh. The first one, the, the one that you actually get to him is the arena. At least that's the one I actually got to him. The first thing I did was I went to his house. Right. And I searched his house and everything. And obviously there was nothing there. And then I immediately went to the casino because I assumed going to the arena, Digstrub essentially told you, yeah, that's probably where you're going to find him. If you beat up enough people, he's going to show. So I just, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do that one last. So I go to the casino, and you go in there, and you get to play Gwent. But I only got to play Gwent with the first person. I can just see the disappointment at him on his face from across the room. I just need to mention that for those of you who obviously, since this there's is there's even more disappointment when you find out this. So because it's a shady back alley Gwent casino thing, base bid is fifty, max bid is a hundred. I did a hundred and destroyed him. No, I'm not even talking like a reload situation. I destroyed him and got two hundred crowns, and he's like, "I ain't playing you again." <laughs> Thanks, man. Super appreciate that. Thank you for allowing me to steal your money today. I mean, technically, I only got a hundred crowns because my bet was right, right Hundred, right, right. but I, you know, net is a hundred. See, I didn't do any of those though, and I'll we'll, we'll talk about that when you're done, but. So the next thing that I did was, oh, did you do the cleaver stuff? I did. Okay, because I didn't. Yeah, and that preempted all the other ones because when you help Cleaver, you get the information right away. Got it. I actually talked to Radavit. I did too. That I did. Interesting. So But but anyway, so at the casino, you basically convince them that you're going to play like the conversation i screwed up was i went over to talk to him and he was like i've never seen you in here before and going with garlt sarcasm i'm like i never seen you before in here either dick <laughs> and he goes okay well um you suck and what are you doing here and the only two options were basically where's Horson? And then the guy was like, I was told if anyone comes around looking for Horson to kill him. So then I killed everyone in the casino which was unfortunate because I had an opportunity to play Gwent with three people and only got to play Gwent with one person, which means I would have gotten a net positive of 100 or two, 300 crowns from this one quest, but I only got 100 because I had to murder all of those dudes. And all the items that they had were not even worth the, you, you the 100 even, crowns. You didn't even get their Gwent cards. Yes, yeah, it sucks. No, you didn't get any Gwent cards for it at all. Tragic. No, you didn't get any Gwent cards. All you got was money. That would have immediately made it worth more than the hundreds of crowns. It would have. And I would have reloaded, but I didn't get a Gwent card from the other guy because I would have been like, I'm going to choose a different option and not be sarcastic. It would have just been like, yeah, I just showed up today. Um, but it did say if you go play with these commoners first, you're going to have the opportunity to get into like the big crowd. And so I'm like, maybe I should go back and see if there's an opportunity to make even more money. <laughs> If now a, I'm if, regretting that decision a little bit. If but there's a chance to make even more money playing Gwent, Chris is all about that. Essentially, the next thing you do, at least after this, is then I went to go to the arena and I essentially killed everything in the arena. And then Horson comes out, says his name is Clive or Clive Wildly or Clay Wildly or something. And then he's like, better known as Horson Jr. And I'm like, so you chose this for yourself. Yeah. Like You chose this name. Like what is wrong with you? And so then he's like, he comes out and he kind of mentions himself and yada, yada. And then he says, will someone kill this witcher? And I'm like, Oh, cool. So now I get to murder literally everyone in the arena. Awesome. Like no sarcasm at all. Awesome. I got (laughs) to kill everybody and I got all of their stuff and then got over encumbered and then had to go, you know, it was just, just this, this whole thing. But I did think it was interesting. So so then I went back to Dijkstra, and he essentially told me that I did this whole other thing where I eventually just talked to some dude who gave me the information of, hey, if you go talk to my contact. Vernon Roach? Yeah, Vernon Roach. Who's another guy from two? Is that the guy who uh, Geralt names his horse after? Or is no. that something no, else? No, he's always named him Roach. The horse being named Roach the whole time. Okay. So I... Although three is the first time he- Geralt's actually had a horse. But get- Vernon Roach is one of the two, like, main sides you can pick from in the second game. Okay. He's the guy I also picked. So, like, I'm curious if there's how they would have done if I had picked the other guy into Because what I have met with them instead. Because obviously Vernon Roach must be the canon one if you got it. Since you didn't make choices like that. Well, Vernon Roach is basically just like for Tamaria, and he's like always Tamaria. Yeah, he, so Vernon they're Roach- they're gonna come back, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, Vernon Roach was under King Foltest. Uh, he was the head of the squad that was like sort of like the commandos. Okay, and they were out there to hunt. Um, or, when the, when two started, they were out trying to hunt the Skoialtel. Obviously, things got a lot more complicated than that as the game goes on, but. Because I think I think in three, Geralt makes some comment about, are you hiding in this cave just to go hunt Scoia'tael again? And Vernon's like, we're way past that point. <laughs> yeah, he I, I remember that too, but I had no idea what that was a reference to. Yeah, it's a it's reference to two. when you start, that's what Vernon's job is. So I guess that's where our two paths converge, so we can get back to that in a minute. How did you get there? So I went to help Cleaver, not knowing this is how this was going to go. I was just like, oh, I'll just do some side quests before I go hunt down Horson. Cleaver side quest is, he basically goes and raids all those places with his dwarves. And you just immediately just jump straight to the fighting in all of them. Because when you get there in the arena, the dwarves raid the place after you've done all the fighting and Horson's introduced himself. And then they're like, okay, now someone kill this witcher and deal with the dwarves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so if you do the Cleaver side quest, he... Basically sends you off to meet up with his men And you go around to the different areas And wipe them out of everything And at least for me the dwarves like Almost universally got killed It was really kind of depressing <laughs> um, The dwarves didn't really die for me They just didn't really do much Well I'm sure partially it's because they were involved From the beginning for me And so like they just got worn down by all the people Got it, got it, yeah uh, because only, I think only like one or two of them survived. Because I time. had killed everybody by the time the dwarves even showed up to the casino. Right. Uh, so because I just kind of left, and Clive's dudes were outside, and I'm like, "Hey, you're here too. Cool." Yeah. Well, they're all dead. So have fun, I guess. So so after you do all that, um, Cleaver gives you some information that then basically takes you back to the same spot. Okay. Because for me, I just went right back to Dijkstra and Digstra told me, hey, talk to the spy. Yeah, uh, no, no, that's right. So you don't get any information from any of the three places with Cleaver, and you basically go back to Dijkstra and basically say, yeah, that was a bust, and then he has new information, and that gets you to Vernon. Okay, so basically, no matter what you do, it's although, admittedly, the casino, I didn't get farther, far enough into it, I might have gotten more information. It's possible, although, given that all paths seem to lead back to Dijkstra, you probably wouldn't have. Yeah, so then at that point, you talk to King Radovid, who, yeah, according to the spy, he sounds insane. Yeah, so I like the way Vernon described him before you even find out who he is. He's like, under any other circumstances, I would absolutely have nothing to do with him. <laughs> but you have to get, you have to take your allies where you can, and then you get there, and yeah, it's the king. <laughs> Which I didn't know that at first. Which, yeah, he's the son of the guy that Diekstra used to work for. And so I'm like, we're having this whole conversation. He's like, well, maybe because you're not a king. And then I see the crown and everything. And I'm like, wait, is this one of the kings? And then after the whole conversation, because he's like, you suck the life out of him. And he's like, do you know what I mean? And each time I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I actually said yes. And he's like, you have no idea what I'm talking about. And I'm like, I actually thought I did, but now I don't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's funny because if you say you don't know he's like well of course you don't know because you're not a king and I'm like got it yeah I don't know can we stop this conversation at any point point?" and he basically says yeah well Horson's here and so immediately after that I'm like thanks but why yeah well it seems that He asks for fresh women all the time and apparently doesn't treat them very well. And he's just, in general, outlived his usefulness. And I was like, that was a weird thing to bring up. That first one, what's going to go on here? Because why would you say that at all? Especially as a king who realistically probably shouldn't care about a lady of the night. Why would you mention that? Because at some point it gets expensive, I would assume, is the only reason he cares as a king. So he's outlived his usefulness, but at that point you are like, sweet. I go to the mansion and clear everybody out, and what I see is despicable. Yeah, so... Talk about Triss torturing that dude. This is basically him doing unspeakable things to all of these women and then just leaving them to die, to die in his house. And he's just after you get there and after you interrupt him or whatever, he's just kind of sitting at his table working with all of his probably torture tools. And I'm just sitting here like, you are going to die. Yeah. As soon as I walked in and saw that, I'm like, this man has to die no matter how this goes. So that's where you get to play a Siri, And I was right, because she does have a new ability. And it's really cool. What are you talking about? She has that teleport backstab thing. Did you not use that? What? Oh, yeah. She has a power. You can If you hold down the button, she charges it. And then she like will teleport around to everybody in the room and just backstab everyone. What? Yeah. Because that's how you're supposed to beat Horson in the fight with her. I didn't know that. Nowhere did it say it, hold down the it button. It pops up. It did, it did not for oh, me. Okay. Because that's the only reason I knew. But yeah, so she actually does have a new power. Nothing popped up for me that said hold something down. And be- I killed them anyway. Because it sends out like like the screen. There's like a circle around her and it just starts to spread out. And when you let go, everybody in the circle, she just teleports around and stabs them. And it's basically like a one hit kill for everyone, a butt So realistically, because we know from the fact that you brought all of this stuff up in the last episode, we know that you weren't right and you, future, knew that there was going to be a power. Yeah. I had no idea about this said power! Andrew? You made me promise not to spoil anything for you, and now you're mad that I didn't. I'm not mad that you didn't. I'm mad that I didn't notice. Because I specifically looked for another power, and I couldn't find one. Yeah, no, she does. <sighs> that sucks. And I'm gonna go back, and I have saves, because of course I do, and just so that way I get to play around with the new power. Because, again, you only get to play a series for, like, five... This is even less time than before... And that's incredibly disappointing. Yeah, that that one is very short. That it just it sucked. But immediately after that what what really makes me mad about the game. This super ticked me off. When you get the option to kill him because there was no question. Oh, absolutely. He was going to die. Yeah, like as soon as you meet see what he's done, I was immediately like the this game man is made dying. it all about Siri. Yeah, g- Gerald is like I'm you hurt someone I cared about and stuff. And I'm like, what about all these other people? I was like, there are two things I'm mad about. One, it cut away. I I don't even get the satisfaction of watching him die when the base animation for a regular dude is like cutting their legs off and then chopping their head. It's like you're not even going to when I specifically choose to murder a dude, you don't even let me see the sword. Because that would have been very satisfying to just be like, finally somebody who truly truly deserves, deserves, it. deserves yeah. it dies. Not that the bandits and stuff that randomly attack me don't no, deserve but- it, but Horson deserved death more than almost anyone else in the entire game at this point. Oh, yeah. There isn't another person in this game that I've wanted to kill more than him. Absolutely. And And then I uh, yes, I agree, because making it all about Siri instead of The horrible things that he's doing that really really ticked me me off because I'm like, no, if you were going to do that, there should have been two options. I'm going to kill you because of Siri, or I'm going to kill you because of all these things that you've done. Because holy crap, look at you and look at what you've done. Yeah. Like I 100% would have just immediately been like, yeah, I'm mad about what happened to Siri, but Siri obviously got better. Yeah. She's still out there and around. She can take care of herself. But what you did to all these helpless women, you deserve to die, and you deserve way more than a quick death, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but 100% agreed. Most of the time, I know I've talked about it before, most of the time, I want to try to be the good guy who forgives people and stuff. There was absolutely no question at any point once I saw him. I'm like, he is dying, the end. As far as I'm concerned, there's no other option. Yeah. If you picked to for him to live, because... You think he's going to stop this behavior? Like, he's just going to keep doing these horrible things. He is going to keep doing these horrible things, and whether you think it's up to you to kill someone or not, I'm not just going to let someone go out and live their life just to hurt somebody else, because then at that point, it's like, Geralt, especially because this is a game, it's like, no, you 100% will die. Yeah, there is no question here, you are going to die the end. So on to doo-doo. Yeah. Because Horson was doo-doo enough. <laughs> I hate that guy. And if anyone could ever replace my hatred for Waka, it's him. So far, yes, he is easily the most hateable character in this game. In, in this podcast, he's easily the most hateable character. If it wasn't for the fact that I love Yennefer more than I hate him, I would change it to I hate Horson. That also sounds weird. It it, it really kind of (laughs) does. Because he's just an idiot. Of course, his name has a W in it, though, because his name is Wiley something. So what a surprise that the ongoing theme of Ws are terrible people. (laughs) Not, Not that Waka. seriously, and I cannot stress this enough, not that Waka is on any of the same levels of hatred as this guy. I easily hate him. I don't think there's another video game character that I've ever played ever that I've hated as much as him. I don't think there's ever been another character that I've wanted to kill so bad than when I walked into his mansion and I'm like, I will quit the game right now if I don't get the option to kill you. If the option to kill you is not there... I'm not even going to finish the game podcast over, Like it's done. Andrew, we're done. (laughs) If there isn't an option to kill this jerk off, I'm done with the Witcher three. Thankfully there was. And so now we get to continue. Exactly. And I'm going to go back and kill him again over and over and over and over. At least partially. So you could play with Siri and her new power, but also just because it's really satisfying to kill him. Well, yes, I just, I, I totally forgot about that already immediately. Because of my hatred for him, which now I hate him even more. <laughs> but on to Doodoo I Because I love it. that play. Okay, yeah, so. Is something special. So, so the plan to find Doo Okay, so Doo is a doppelganger, so which means he can change his shape. <laughs> the, the plan to find Doo I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. no, no, you're good. I, I, it's hard not to laugh. It's such a. The plan to find him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say it that time. I know, but it's the fact that you specifically didn't say it. I, I'm sorry, I'm a child. <laughs> anyway, so the plan to find him since he could change his shape and could theoretically be anyone, um, it's established that he's a big fan of the theater. And this one troupe in particular and actually used to do some work with them after that like, he went his separate ways from Geralt and the rest of the group. Apparently, like, fell in love with Madame Arena, I think was her name. Oh, yeah, like the little lady who runs it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, their goal was to get him to show up, and the only way to guarantee he was going to show up was to have a new play, one he hadn't seen before, because otherwise he could just skip it since he's seen it. And then on top of that... We because to- they wanted to... It's not only just they wanted to do a new play. It's they wanted to build a hidden message into a play. Right. Yeah. As I would say, is on top of that, they were trying to communicate something to him through the play to basically just say we're gonna take care of you and we need you to to help your friends because we need you to get Dandelion because the only way to get Dandelion so- is to have Menge specifically order him moved from one place to another. Yeah, because he's, he's captured in some place you can't get to. As both of us know, Menge's dead. And I feel like even if somehow we hadn't killed him, I really doubt he would have volunteered to help us. Exactly. Which is where... Dudu comes in. The guy. <laughs> the Doppler. <laughs> Which, so he's, like, actually some creature... Yeah, yeah, Then. D- Dopplers are, yeah, they're just another, like, fantasy race in this universe like the others are just, not, uh, the others, I mean, like dwarves and elves and halflings and things like that. Yeah. And the only thing that apparently, like, because he has a scar on him that he got from Horson. <sighs> Yet another reason to hate Horm. <laughs> <laughs> apparently they can't, they can change their appearance, but if they have, like, a disfigure, like, yeah, that, that, the eye. They can't change that. They can no longer change that. And that that's how, like, they, they were able to recognize him in some of the plays that they had seen that he had been to. So you have to get this play set up, which starts by writing the script, which Carol has basically nothing to do with. <laughs> yeah. The only thing you get to do is pick the name because this is Priscilla and every time you suggest something she just runs off on a tangent and and runs with it and she's like yeah no and then he's like i want it to be this Do, did you use, did you choose drama or comedy uh, i did a, i did a drama i did comedy i bet that i i really curious how it goes though because i almost did a comedy and then she's like ah oh, but don't you think a drama would be better and i was like all right yeah fine drama's better no i was like no comedy it has to be a comedy I, want, I, I was like, comedy, comedy. I actually figured it at that point, because she'd overwritten so many other things, I was just, I thought this was going to be another one of those, okay, well, I don't care what you say, it's going to be a drama anyway. <laughs> no, she actually does go with a comedy. Oh, okay, so you get to pick two things. You get to pick the genre and the title. Eventually, you get to pick the actual actors, too. Yes, but during the writing of the script, you get you only pick those two things. Yeah. And then she talks about how after it, it just it's like a few hours later. Yeah, and- Geralt's, like, napping in the corner. With his stupid haircut. (laughs) I don't know. I thought his haircut's perfectly fine. (laughs) And my Geralt's sitting there in the corner with his dumb haircut. (laughs) Wearing the same old ratty clothes he's been wearing because I can't find anything better. Yeah. So, anyway. So, she writes this script and immediately says it's, like, a masterpiece because, of course, she does. Yeah, she says, oh, if I only had a little bit more time, it would basically be perfect. Which... To be fair, given that she can apparently write an entire play in a few hours to the point where the rest of the cast is on board with it, like... Yeah, because Arena's like, wow... This is actually really good. Seriously, with some polish, we could make a lot of money off this. Yeah, and which just goes back to the fact that she is probably at least Dandelion's equal in the Bard thing. Because Dandelion's not terrible, I mean... Through three games, we've seen him do stuff. Like, he's not a bad bard, but she's really Based off of, like, stringing all of those women around and everything, like, Dandelion clearly knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's very good at his job. And even Veritas, Vardok, I don't know, the dude, the dwarf. Zoltan? Yeah. (laughs) Not even close to what you just said. It's Zoltan. (laughs) So Zoltan. So Zoltan. Um, he even- Bardock <laughs> <Is> it- <laughs> That's a DBZ character <laughs> No that's Bardock But that's what I was thinking <laughs> So he Is like he basically says that You know she like you had mentioned Last time she is his equal If not more yeah and th- That's why he is like and there's Posters up all over all over town and stuff Because she's in town and it's a big deal And, and I didn't mention this last time And I meant to so the one thing, because when you meet Priscilla for the first time, she's singing. Yeah. And even the head of the witch hunters, the one that is going around burning people at stakes, you see, they specifically show him walking by, sees that as her, and then they kind of pan away and shows like how everybody else is enjoying her song. And then it pans back to him and he's still standing there listening to her. And I was like, wow, way to humanize the guy who's going around murdering people. But apparently she's so good that like even he is willing to stop what he's doing to listen to her saying. Yeah. And I meant to bring that up and I totally forgot the, the about it, way- that's, it. It just points to how much like she is real good. Oh, yeah. And like I said, yeah, there's posters up about her all over town, which even though she's part of this troupe, there's no posters for that troupe. It's all about her. Yeah. Well, it's it kind of, the troupe, it kind of just seems like it's something she does on the side is of, of acting, that is, because her main thing is being a bard and doing her thing on stage. Well, I mean, to be fair, acting is part of being a bard, too. I mean, like, that's all part of the same... Well, I understand that, but but the posters aren't the troupe because right. the troupe are not involved with her bard stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's all about her singing at this inn. Yes, the Kingfisher. And so basically the, you go in, the the, the troupe says, you know, she she's kind of like, uh, really, you wrote this? And he's like, oh, no, Priscilla wrote it. And she's like, oh. Everything makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, this is great. And she reads it and she's like, yeah, the cast is completely on board. We're all for it. And so you, basically, then you find out, well, we're all for it, but we have issues. We have... Because, of one, course, we do. One issue is we need the Puffins to advertise. get it. We need them to advertise it. And then and the we pu- need the Puffins are, The Puffins being a street troop of, like, jugglers and stuff that they want to hire just to tell everybody about it. Who, unsurprisingly, apparently ticked some group off, and now they're coming to beat them up all the time. Uh, if I remember correctly... They got ticked off because one of them was an elf. It It wasn't just that. Oh, it wasn't? I thought it was just the racism again. He said that they were just racist against her because they said that they were going to cut her ears round, which is horrible. But they started the whole being against them because they were specifically they spoke. They spoke out about somebody, some noble or something that these foxhound guys or whatever they were called. I think they were fox something. They were specifically employed by that guy to rough them up. Oh, okay. I, I had forgotten that part. But yeah, regardless, the point is they made some enemies. Who are like um, just outside, which is super super convenient. Like which they were is just, super convenient. They were just sitting there waiting for them to come out so they could beat them up again. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was it, it was great for me because I'm like, sweet. Oh, I'm going to take care of all of this right here. This is the one time I didn't intentionally axney anyone. Because I wanted to make sure that I could fight them. Because I go down there. Because I'm like, listen, if I axney them and don't fight them and just tell them to leave, what's to stop them as soon as I'm gone to just immediately start attacking the puffins again? Like, no, I need to attack them so they understand the situation. So I don't know how you handled it, but I definitely attacked. And then they were like, I killed the first one, which you weren't supposed to be able to kill them because... You definitely see him run away, so he wasn't dead, but, like, I clearly killed a dude, and then they were like, no, 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 stop, please, we're done. Yep, that happened to me, too. I did actually him though, and then the same thing happens where they're like, uh, I, I think there's something wrong with Bob or whatever, and they fight you. Okay. So it's basically exactly what happened with the Witch Hunters. Well, then it sucks that I didn't get the 40 EXP, but whatever, it's fine. Because then they immediately come down and they're like, oh, dude, you're awesome. Thank you so much for beating up those guys. Can we pay you? And I was immediately like, no, just go do the advertising. That's all I want. They didn't even. They didn't even. um, I I, Geralt specifically said, can I pay you? And they were like, no, we'll do it for free. Oh, maybe I got that backwards. then. (laughs) Yeah, because Geralt was like, so what do I owe you for this? And they're like, nothing. Thank you so much. And I was like, I mean, I was going to pay you anyway because you haven't had work in a while (laughs) i like i'm gonna give you money you said people were gonna come after you for rent like you're doing me a solid i understand i beat up these guys but it's literally nothing yeah like it took me like one sword sword. i was gonna walk outside and beat up those dudes anyway (laughs) like you don't understand (laughs) that's just my thing you don't get it as soon as someone was like hey freak do you have junk down there i was gonna kill them like, it was just going to happen, <laughs> whether it's in Gwent or otherwise. So, I, after that, then I went and fought those dudes. You have to get the, the, uh, guards. The, the shipmate. Yeah, the, the, the bouncers. The ship bouncer guys. So, how did you handle that? I just paid them. What? I was just like, eh, whatever. Why? Cause you get experience when you pay people things. I paid them, or, or I was like, yo, I'll fight you. Mm hmm. And, uh, why don't you do it for free, then, if I beat you? And he's like, yeah, well, it seems Hal doesn't really like the troop, you know, bad relationship and everything. He was like, but if you fight both of us, we'll 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 do it for free. And then Geralt's like, okay, but what if I lose? And he was like, then you pay us double. I was like, okay, cool. So I went ahead and gave him the money because they were, like, upfront. Mm-hmm. And then I immediately beat both of them, which... Fighting both of them was tough because you can't use swords or powers. Yeah, yeah, any of the fist fights can be a little challenging for that reason. I'm really none of the fist fights I've ever had a problem with because I've been able to block easily. Oh yeah, but with two of them, yeah, but you with wouldn't. Two of yeah. them, it was very difficult. And if it wasn't for my immortality perk, because best perk I mean, we've let's talked be real. about this before. You 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 put money in a perk and you, you're just immortal forever. You just don't die. Yeah, you only have, if you have even, like, one adrenaline point, and it does not take very much to get an adrenaline point. Yeah. You just get back up at full health. It's so it's so amazing. Oh, it's great. If you die, you're just like, oh, hey, hey, mm, you're good. You almost don't even need to, like, eat food at this point. Oh, yeah. The thing is, it happens so rarely that I die now mm-hmm. that I forget about it. And then when I, when I died, I was like, oh, shoot, I'm going to have to reload because, you know, I don't. Like, I I need to... I want the experience for the fight and everything. And then it's like, oh, no, I'm still good. Oh, sweet. Boom! Knocked the other guy out and then immediately destroyed the other dude because it was one-on-one at that point. Yeah, with one-on-one, it's no big deal. And so then they were like, okay, well, we're doing it for free. Here's your money back. Which I got experience for. Better enough. Doing the fight. And uh, now it's time for the play. Yeah, so I'm really excited about this because I'm really curious how yours went. So... One thing the game didn't tell you, I don't know if you noticed, but you can read the your part in advance. And you better have. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Because <laughs> it goes real bad if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely read my part. I read my lines that I was supposed to say because there are time events and it's just like, I love the way that the game does it because it's exactly like Geralt. It's like, would the player have actually... Been lazy enough to not read the play, it does give you the option to be like, oh, wait, no, I need to read my lines. Yeah, it does pop up because, yeah, because get, Geralt gets put in the play as a witcher because that's part of the trying to convince Dudu that you're fine. Yeah, because they were like, he has to see you. Because I was even like, "Um, you do realize I'm not going to emote at all. I'm a witcher. I'm that's, a witcher. That's my whole thing. And she goes, that's the point. Also, you know, you being a Witcher is like literally the part. On top of that, Doodoo, yeah, really needs to see you specifically. But yeah, she did have a good point. She's like, I know you are not going to vote. The part is for a Witcher. You shouldn't. <laughs> Who did you cast? Uh, I, I took the safe choice for both of them. So the not drunk guy and uh, Queen Bard lady that everybody loves, Cirilla, not Cirilla. What was her name? Priscilla. Priscilla. Thank you. It was like Cirilla's Siri. <laughs> That's not right. So I did too. I took, I took, uh, Cirilla or Pri- <laughs> now you got me doing it. I took Priscilla cause her other name's Car- 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 Carina Catalina. Cat- Catalina. Oh yeah. Okay. So, Which, I mean, you're close. I just kind of mashed them together. She had two names. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, the Catalina or whatever's her stage name. Cause that was the name that, that the one noble lady gave to you. And then that's how you tracked her down, and then she she was the one that was, like, super jealous of the other girl, which, you know, was Siri. So... Because it turns out she seems to have a thing for Dandelion, just like he has a thing for her. I mean, obviously, because she's like, he's really good at his job, I'm obviously really good at mine, like, we're... Basically, they presented it as their intellectual equals, and because of that, they're attracted to one another. Yeah. Yes, because they're both very good at this whole bard thing. <laughs> and so... She, yes, I did choose her and I did choose. I'm like, I do not want some dude showing up drunk. That's definitely not going to be good. Yeah. I did feel bad, though, because the lady was like, okay, yeah, I get it. I understand youth, whatever. I, I Yeah, I felt really bad, too. And I'm like, like, oh, man, it's like the other thing is we're doing this literally to save Dandelion. Why wouldn't I involve Priscilla? Like, that who, was who's my reason. involved, yeah, who wants to help him. My reasoning behind it was, like, she wants to help him. I'll be honest. I straight up just do it from the practical. Everybody loves her. You'll sell more tickets that way. <laughs> no. For me, it was like, I'm going to involve her in the quest because, like, we're, we're doing this to try to save Dandelion. Yeah. And it's I mean- like... That's a much more noble reason I like, said, that, just thought it didn't even cross my not, mind. Not <laughs> to mention the fact that she wrote the play. Yeah, it's her play. Exactly. If she wants to be in it. And so, <laughs> and meanwhile, Andrew's like, well, she's young and pretty, so you win. <laughs> well, not just young and pretty. It's the fact that, like, everybody loves her. Her posters are everywhere. Well, I will say, her song did not rhyme at all. Am I just missing the... Being a bard, because her song, while albeit sounded amazing and very beautiful and everything, I'm like, there are parts of this that just do not rhyme at all. I don't know if I'm just missing something or what, but... I mean, not everything has to rhyme. I mean, even in like modern music, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't. Well, yeah, but in modern music, most people just say their name at the beginning of the song (laughs) and then say some random stuff and then song over. And it's like, okay, cool, you know, it's not like we can say much because we say our names at the beginning of every podcast. People don't know us at this point. There's definitely a problem. I'm just <laughs> going to start introducing myself as, hello, I am Chair. <laughs> oh, good. That's not going to be weird or, at all. Or, hello, I love Jennifer," But I can't do that because I love her at the end, although I love her throughout <laughs> the entire. I was going to say, you never technically stop loving her. You just remind us at the end. Yeah, exactly. I, I need to. I need people to know that. Anyway, so the play. <laughs> so back to Yennefer. Um, I haven't gotten to see her yet. But you got that card. It's really unfortunate, but I I can bust that card out whenever I want. I can't. I'm about level sixteen now, so that way I could realistically just go see her, despite all of this. But I don't. Can you get into the third area? See, I I don't know because you couldn't get into the second one until you finished the first one. <sighs> so I would assume you probably can't. So I still can't see Yennefer, which is still upsetting. So there is that. But I have that card. But the play. Oh, got it. The play, yes. Dandelion, Priscilla. (laughs) Doodoo. That guy. The man. The Doppler. (laughs) The man, the myth. (laughs) The Doppler doo -doo. Radar. (laughs) Anyway, so how'd your play go? It went well. Um, I don't really know. It was a comedy. I mean, he basically all of... What's the plot? All of Geralt's so so the plot is that a girl is getting married to a guy. For some reason they, they hire a witcher to like kill the guy because the guy knows that the guy is a Doppler, like the I don't know if that was like, like royal her, advisor. I think yeah, royal advisor. I didn't know if that was like his her girl, like her boyfriend or what. But he was like, you can't marry this guy because he's a a Doppler or whatnot. So then they hire the Witcher to kill them. Essentially, the Doppler then drinks the poison, which isn't poison; it's just silver flakes. Yeah, which I think affects their um, ability to change shape. And so then they immediately change and all of Geralt's line are definitely leaning towards like this is definitely a comedy because he's like I'm here to kill because that's what I do I'm a witcher (laughs) and it's just so funny because Geralt is definitely like I'm here to kill thee because as witcher that's my job (laughs) and I'm like okay this is about as much as I had expected coming from you (gasps) And, uh... It's hilarious that... Because when this quest line starts, like, Zoltan gives Geralt crap about the fact that Geralt, like, hates, like, bards and, like, mute theater and all this stuff, and now here he is stuck being in a play. Well, yeah, and Zoltan shows up at the beginning, he's like, you're gonna be in a play? Like, I, I had to come see this. It's like, I couldn't possibly miss this one. <laughs> and so, you... Uh, basically it, it kind of, so at the very end, they kind of have this whole message of don't worry, it's super cool to be a Doppler and like the Royal advisor sucks. And so what happened was they, right about the time where they said, send him to jail for me, the Doppler was there as a guard. Yeah. Same here. So basically uh Geralt points him out and specifically says, get up here and take him to jail. And then everyone in the crowd is like, yeah, go up there and get him. Go up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you go up there and, and basically they have this moment of like, I know it's you. We need you. Please come. Oh, yeah, Please help us. And everyone in the crowd is obviously on the side because they're like, yeah, that royal guy sucks. He needs to go to jail. Screw him. He tried to kill the Doppler and the Doppler's really cool and he's done nothing. (laughs) Acting, yeah! (laughs) And uh, so then you get up there and Geralt does this final thing of the message is that things aren't always bad. and And I'm like, okay, cool. And then some dude is like, hey, screw Dopplers. They suck. You know, Dopplers are the worst. And then you see the ship guy. He's standing right beside him and he's like, dude, it's just a play. Like chill out, man, and he's double the size of that dude, so the guy's like... And you just hear people clapping. <laughs> and then that's the end. So that, that that's how it went for me. Interesting. Because, for me, all of that was very similar, except a fight actually broke out. <laughs> what? Like, I actually had to fight a bunch of people in the crowd with the ship guys because, like, uh, he didn't successfully intimidate that one guy. I don't know if it's because, like, I don't know if I messed up a line or something. Like, I don't know how it determined... W- If it was just because it was a drama, like, I'm not sure where the difference was, but because I didn't even think I messed up a line, but maybe I did. But regardless, the whatever condition happened, that turns into an actual brawl. I know what it was. Okay. Because I I ended up looking up the play afterwards because I was just like, I wanted to see what the difference is, was drama. I just lucked into the best possible options. And since I didn't mess up any of my lines, it went as best as it possibly could have The fact is you chose drama versus comedy. And so because it was supposed to be serious instead of a comedy, that guy wasn't able to successfully convince him because it was like, this isn't all in good fun. They're being serious because it's a drama. Gotcha. So that was, that was the difference because I apparently just lucked into the best choices because turns out if you pick the drunk guy, he just shows up drunk And everyone gets real mad and there's a fight at the end because he's drunk and screws up everything and screws up everything. Yeah. And the only thing is because I chose Priscilla, that wouldn't have changed if I had chose Priscilla or arena because I had already chose the best option, which was comedy. It was just the fact that, and I didn't mess up my lines. It was just the fact that. I got more money because I chose Priscilla. So, yeah, more there's a bigger crowd, yeah. And if you have the Puffins, then there's a bigger crowd and more people show up. So it was just a combination of I somehow <laughs> lucked into the best choices. Because I swear I did not look it up beforehand um, because I s- started the quest forever ago and I just happened to be like, oh yeah, comedy. Hmm. Okay, well, so I, I, I guess I, I the moral just, of the story is comedy is better than drama. It has been officially confirmed. Well, it's it's comedy only in the sense that like, the story was about people weren't, didn't have to take it so seriously. Exactly. And this is a town where like everybody hates people that are different. Yeah. So I was like, comedy would probably only because then maybe people just won't take it seriously. And since the whole point of it is to just get this guy, like I don't want, if it's like, Oh yeah, Dopplers are great. I have a feeling like the witch hunters would have done something about that. So that was really the basis of my choice there. And so it anyway, turns out I, I was the, apparently right. After I murdered half the crowd, it was other than that, it was a successful play. <laughs> after I murdered, Honestly, now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little upset that I didn't get to murder everybody. I know that it really is your jam. I like, I feel like I should really go back and choose drama <laughs> because that's what a dramatic ending, you know, I'd like to point out that the guards never do anything. The the main witch hunter guy, when you show up, the first thing he says is one slip up and you're done, witcher. I'm going to burn you at the stake. I've killed how many people in your town, including one of your best friends, assuming that it wasn't actually you. I thought that was him. Oh, Man- that was Menge? I think so. That was the big... F- I thought Menge was not one of the big four. You said Wait. last time Menge was not the big Wait, four. Wait, that guy was the big... Okay, now I'm confused. No, I don't. Make it with one of the big four. Witch, the main witch hunter guy was in the big four. Oh, I okay. I don't. Did not think that was true. Okay. Yes, because he immediately went when when you because I'm really surprised. Digstra, that I'm really confused why like the criminals would put up with that. Because when you immediately meet Digstra, they it, they weren't the criminals. They were the four. Controlling powers of the town that doesn't make them criminals, but they were all underworld criminals. Like I thought, it was just like a Godfather style, like five families thing, where these are the four mobs that run the town. No, because one, the, the, ba- one of them's the one of them's the Beggar King. I understand that. Or wait, wait a minute. So the Beggar King, because it's the Beggar King, Cleaver, Dixtra, and Horson are the four leaders. Oh, so was it the Beggar King that was actually outside for Priscilla? When she was singing, maybe it might have been the Beggar King then, because I'm pretty sure I killed that guy, or not the Beggar King. I, I don't know. I'm really confused. But I thought the main, I thought Mengay was the main witch hunter guy, but I thought he was a member of the Big Four. If that wasn't him, then I didn't think he was. I because I know Z- Zoltan specifically mentions, you know, some. Yeah, it's, it's. I'm not gonna miss that dude at all. But I have a feeling that somebody else is just gonna start staking people in the town anyway so i knew that it was the main witch hunter guy that i killed i thought he was a member of the big four though no i i didn't think he was maybe i'm misremembering i don't know one of us is misremembering you know i'm sure someone will let us know i feel like i have to look it up (laughs) but we'll continue we can worry about that for next week (laughs) yeah we can worry about that one later um But really, the end of the play, the only thing that we really, the only thing, because I stopped at the very end of the play, because I haven't done anything with getting Dandelion yet. So you're basically, well, pretty much caught up with me now. Did you have Dudu transform into Siri? I did, and then I regretted that. I didn't. So what happens for you? He does it, and then Geralt and Zoltan get all sad, because they're reminded of her, and it just is like a really awkward moment. That happens anyway. Oh, really? It happens anyway. Um, I basically said, no, I don't need to see her. It doesn't like, I'm going to know her when I see her. And then it just kind of is silent for a minute. And then Zoltan says, Gerald, are, are you upset with me? You know, I'm, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said anything. And Gerald was just like, no, I'm not. And then he's like, okay, I'm, I'm glad. And then the conversation continues. Basically the only part that's different is, Geralt basically says this was a bad idea oh okay and then he changes back yeah because for me Geralt was just like no I'm good yeah no he does he says okay and he and Zoltan look at her look at you know the due to a Siri for a minute like this really awkward silence and the girl just like this was a terrible idea go back okay and then it just continues exactly the same thing with Zoltan asking if he was mad at him and stuff okay okay yeah so basically the exact same thing um that was nice because it just shows that like they're their friends and that he really cares about Geralt's like opinions and everything but i was like if Geralt gets mad at him for something like that it's like Geralt really hasn't seen him in a long time and yeah you probably will recognize her immediately but i get where the guy's coming from like you haven't yeah. seen her in a while yeah he meant well he did he really meant well i like i've always liked Zoltan, though even from all three games like he's just a good dude and that, that it, it was just and- the other thing is after all this time, I still have not. I, I hope when I catch up to Dandelion that I play as Siri again because, dude, all of this, and I have not played because I did Horson before I did any of the stuff with Triss. Yeah, that's a long time ago. It's been so long since I played as Triss or I, <laughs> since I played as Siri. It really has. It's been forever, and I'm like going through withdrawal. But. I mean, most of Geralt's little group of people is is pretty cool, but, like, Zoltan in particular, just because he's kind of followed you around all three games, and he's always been, like... Zoltan's kind of the guy that, no matter what decisions you make, he still winds up coming with you, even if he may not personally be happy. Okay. Unlike other, you know, people that, oh, well, you pick this guy, so you this guy's locked out, or whatever, Zoltan's always like, I don't know about that, Geralt, but... You're, like, my best friend, so... So he, he, he's ride or die. Yeah, basically. He's ride or die Geralt. Yes. <laughs> yeah, every game he's like, all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I super don't really agree, but okay. So, so I, I I just, I like him, and I'm glad. I was really, like, as soon as he showed up, I was like, ah, oh, yes, it's Zoltan. I love Zoltan. He's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's the last thing that I did before uh, for this week. Okay, so yeah, you, you've pretty well caught up with me now, then. Okay, because the the very next things that I think I'm going to do are Dandelion, and I'm guessing that when I catch up to Dandelion, there's two things that I hope. The biggest hope is that Dandelion tells me more about Siri specifically so I can play as her again. Sure. And the other thing is, I kind of want to get Dixra's money back. Like, I like him enough that I kind of wish I could get it back for him. I'm still not going to tell him where it came from. But if Danny Lyon could tell me where his money's at, I kind of hope I can get it back for him because I'm kind of like, I like, I like the sarcasm between us. I like the discourse. If I could get him his money back, I'm like, okay, why Siri needed it? I don't know, but didn't Danny Lyon said he was doing it for her. I just, I can't remember didn't why. Didn't mention something about that though? Like something that she, he, she wanted him to fix or something? Yeah, the philic philosopher thrum, stone thing. The philic fankies. Yeah. Phil, philthrock. Because uh, Geralt was like, you know how to fix these? I know. I know a guy. Philograph. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know a guy. And I did like Geralt's disbelief, though. He's like, And then Geralt just immediately punches him in the face. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to need to start telling me details. Yeah. I never found out who that guy was. but No, I don't remember anything about that either. But like I was going to say, I, I I'm thought they established sure Geralt why. specifically took that with him. Probably. I would assume so. Because I looked on the mantle as I was looting his, his house, and I didn't see it there, so I'm guessing that Geralt then picked it up. I mean, I would hope so, because that seems kind of important. I guess I can check to see if it's in my inventory, because I'm assuming it would have been added as a key under, item. Yeah, quest items. So, that that's th- honestly, going into this next week is my biggest hope, and from here, whether I unlock the next section or not, if I do... I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep myself from Yennefer, but (laughs) I'm going to try because I need to get through all these side quests. I feel like next time is just going to be side quest city. I'm going to finish out the dandelion stuff and just I'm going to try to plow through side quests. And and that's probably fair because it's good to probably do that between the main sections of the, the game anyway, both to get yourself ready in terms of level and also just the side quests are a lot less serious. They really are. I mean, except, sometimes they're very serious, but like, in I don't general- know how I feel about Radovids because I don't know how I feel about the sorceress that I'm going to go find, but he's essentially like, bring me her head. I mean, except he wants you to bring her alive. Yeah. But that immediately is going to result in death. and I, I kind of hope that like, I don't know if she's like a jerk. She was the head of the sorceress lodge. So, does that make her a jerk, or...? So, she was, like, one of the big conspirators, and, the like, the part of the reason Radovitz after them is they were basically behind this plot to kill the kings and take over. Okay. Now, Chris wasn't involved in that, because it was just kind of the leader, and a couple of the others had kind of done their own thing, because, in two, Chris is very clear that, like, she hasn't talked to the Lodge in a while. hmm So, you know, you don't have to deal with the moral difficulty of, well... She's a cool person, but look, she's involved in this, but. Yeah, she's straight up torturing people, but that's fine. Right, right, right. This is a torturer. But. Just the worst. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, Philippa Alhart, I believe is her name. And yeah, she was the, like, head of that. And if I remember correctly, she and Dijkstra were an item for a while. I think Dijkstra actually, I think you actually have a dialogue option with that. It's like, how's Philippa doing? And he's like, I don't know. Kind of stopped when everything happened. You know, the whole killing of Kings thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember that happening. I don't know. I just, cause I don't know what this person is up to now, but I am not super cool with just turning them over to Radovid, knowing that what's going yeah, to happen. Yeah. Cause he's clearly not a good dude. So, like, if there's a way to fake her death or something... And, I mean, the fact that Dijkstra stopped working under him kind of feels like it says a lot to me. Yeah, I don't... I really hope there's an option in that quest to not turn her over because I know I'm doing it as a favor to him because, essentially, as soon as you kill Horson, you're immediately summoned to his boat. Yeah, his and guards like, are waiting outside. Guess what? You're going to do this thing for me now which is go find her. Yeah. And I super don't know how I feel about that. No matter what, Horson was always going to die. And if I'm sorry, Philippa, but if you have to die because I killed Horson, like I do it again, I, I don't know what to tell you. I can't allow that person to exist in this universe but anymore. I can get where Radova was coming from when he's talking about he's outlived his, his usefulness because some weird mobster guy versus having a witcher that owes you a favor i can see why radovid would make that trade uh yeah i would make that trade any day especially gerald who you know avenged his dad's death and all these other things i mean like it as far as radovid concerned gerald's like probably the best witcher as far as he knows (laughs) he's the number the a number one ultimate witcher guy so, what are your? I guess what are your expectations going into? So the, the next stuff you week? said about Dandelion and Siri, I agree with all that. I really want to spend more time playing with Siri. Obviously, um, I really hope Dandelion's okay. I mean, I would be shocked if he isn't because I feel like I don't know how the story would proceed if he's not. But I really would hate to see something bad happen to him. Um, I don't know. I have this funny feeling that like Priscilla, there's something else going on there, and like maybe she's going to double cross us or something. I don't know why. I just it just feels like that's been going too smoothly for this game. Really? Yeah, just like she's been so universally on your side and there are very few people who are universally on Geralt's side and that makes me suspicious. The way I look at it is because I mean Geralt's looking for Siri and he's been universally on her side no matter what. If she actually loves Dandelion like everyone says that she does, because even the people that she hangs out with says that she adored him yeah but also like she's supposed to be this really 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 good actress so you never know uh, yeah i'm that's a good point but i mean who would she be working with then i i don't know i just i could be completely wrong i probably am i i don't know It just the feeling i had it just felt like it was going too well i guess so, i don't really have any more basis for it than that i think that priscilla is actually dandelion Um, because Danny lion, it turns out he's been a Doppler this whole time and that he just realized he's like, it's just the smarter move to, to, you know, play as Priscilla and, you know, so this entire quest is for not because he hasn't actually been captured at all, but well, it's not for not because the guy that's being transferred that they think is Dandelion is actually the guy who knows where the vault is. And Dandelion just is like, hey, you know, Digster's going to find out that it's me. I really just want to get him his money back because, you know, the whole thing with Siri fell through. And so Priscilla's actually been Dandelion this whole time. And um, I like where you're going with that. That would actually be really super interesting. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's it's not where I'm going. It's just where the game's headed. Right. But the guy who knows where the vault is is the one who who got basically taken the fall for Dandelion when the you know the whole vault thing happened. Dandelion just changed into Priscilla and so nobody knew who he was and he got away exactly I got gotcha. you so I mean that's that's really where I think the game is going I like it so in that case um it sounds like that's going to be the end of this particular episode of Video Games Cover to Cover new episodes every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. Remember that you can uh, find us on Twitter at VideoGamesC2C with the number 2. You can email us at videogamescover games cover at gmail.com if you want to reach out and ask questions or give us something to discuss or even just to say hi, really. And you can find us on our Discord, which is currently linked as the pin tweet on our VideoGamesC2C Twitter channel. And as said previously, if you like what you hear and you have a minute, it would really help us out to, to, to give us a review and uh, in your medium of choice, whether it be Google Play, Apple, or well, iTunes, uh, wherever, uh, it would really help us out and we would really appreciate it. And remember, I love Jennifer.